by Grabthar's hammer, by the sons of Warvan, you shall be avenged. And editor's note real quick. Um, this is probably where the new season introduction should go. Well, I was actually had a thought about that, which I'm going to comment on we in a moment. We have one? We don't. Mm-hmm. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to put this out quickly. And what I'm probably going to do is just stick that really annoying elevator music in there and do like the short okay. version. And then we'll just, that'll be our placeholder. Well, we, we've had the okay. elevator music like intro forever. Mm. That's like literally our theme music. No, that's the, well, yes, but without the laughter and the Burger King and the, Bob, not getting okay. any older. Oh, yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're literally going to have dead man, air. I'm not getting any older. <laughs> Burger King. Shut it. They put another freaking Burger King across the street. Across the I street. Miss, I miss Burger yeah. King. Anyway. Bob, it yes. seems to me that you were working on, on a new intro and writing down. I was I was going through and listening to all of the old episodes. I only got to like episode eight before I got sidetracked. Is that not okay. a bit like listening to like or watching old episodes of like Good Morning America from the eighties until you're caught up? Is that weird? Because yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. I just went back and started listening to episode one of PFW the other day. Okay, oh it's like whenever I go like a week without socializing with you guys, and I get desperate, so it's like I have to go to recordings of old socializations. Oh, with you guys. Aww. Aww. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Okay. See, that was a long time ago. That was like the Bush administration. All right, let's start the damn podcast. Hi. Wake up and smell all the amazing, awesome things in the morning, Poovoinians. This is Point of View Weekly, the morning show yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and I am sitting here at the table of awesome with some of my closest of friends, starting with my one true biffle, my best friend, and now a father, Ryan. Ryan, how's fatherhood treating you? How is fatherhood treating me? I managed to calm the child this evening. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we have a child. I forget when the last time we did this was. All I know is I Before logged into I logged into Skype and I have messages from Mooney. Happy October! <laughs> so it's been yeah. a while. Um, I was just massively pregnant. You, you were massively pregnant. I got a message from from Mo- from Mooney. I hope Ella enjoyed the the, the dolphin. No, not the dolphin. It wasn't a dolphin. It was a what was it? It was um. It's the thing upstairs. Zebra? No, not a zebra. What is it? Oh God! What? I'm, she, penguin. The, penguin. It's the other one. It's the other what one. She sent a thing saying, I hope you enjoyed the penguin, which would have been helpful if I read that before she sent uh, the penguin, because I opened a box and I'm like, there's a penguin in here. Gotcha. So this this is all becoming clear now. So we had a kid. Mooney is the penguin person. She is the penguin person. I was thinking, so, yeah, I was going through. Other. She is the reason there are penguins in the Slytherin dungeons. I was yeah, wondering speaking, about that. Speaking <laughs> of penguins, and the show right along, we have... The only woman on the face of the planet that could ever stand being married to Ryan and apparently procreating with him. <laughs> Daniel, how are you doing? I don't, know if, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'll have you know. I always say that after every introduction. During active labor, I was a delight, was I not? You were. All right. Yeah. I thought um, you were going to come up with a new tagline for Danielle. I'm very I was going yeah. to, but I ran out of time. It's okay. I was no, crying. it's okay. We had four months off. Four very, months. Very glad to not be pregnant. 
and mm. to have a baby on the outside. It's a good thing. Um, she is wonderful and an amazing baby, and we just we love her to bits. We do. So, so we hoisted her off good. on we hoisted her off on Nana, and we are here to do the well, same thing. We can still hear her though. We can. She's not very far. She's not very far. <laughs> My mother lives abnormally close to us. <laughs> All right, and then. He's everyone's favorite Canadian because he's maple syrup flavored. It's Scott. Scott, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Bob. Thank you. And, and that is Scott's disappointment that Bob couldn't come up with another introduction other than being horribly just, you know, insulting towards Canadians. Oh, can I just apologize to Scott? Scott we've I'm, had a long break, Bob. Scott, I mean, I'm sure yeah. you had the opportunity, but the, uh, we, we, <laughs> we did we did, we did uh, uh, the, the audio drama. I'm sure you're familiar. You weren't here that particular week, mm-hmm. though, so I had to play you. And I, um, in the in the band played on, and I, for whatever reason, decided to go for Keebler Elf. When but then, I thought, then you changed midway. I did. You then I did. You I did kind of like. This. I did kind of like Goyle from a very part of musical. Like it was all very, 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 very deep and monotone. Yes. It was. You were, you were going to the opposite place. I did. Keebler Elf. I did. So. And Danielle kind of came through fairly well. It was an amusing version to listen to. And Danielle. Just, it was fun. <laughs> just went for lisp. For Cora, unfortunately, that was Danielle's default. Well, it was either that or an Indian accent. I think were the only two you had available. I didn't really know where to go with that. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) And finally, last but definitely not least, it is our amazing producer, Sue. Sue, how are you? Well, I have a cold. Oh, again? Still. Don't you always have a cold? But you know what? I didn't have a cold until just right before Christmas, and now it's got me, and it hasn't gone away. And it's so bad that the kids yesterday said, Teacher, your voice keeps changing. Because I kept getting hoarser and hoarser and hoarser. It's great fun. So, And when we get to the shoot the shit segment, shoot the shit. I have a mm-hmm. story for you. Oh my gosh, I think we all have stories. It's been, what, three or four months since we've last podcasted? Yeah, has it been? Yeah. It's, 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 it's been today. since early October. Oh, wow. Yeah, October. Okay, but before we begin shooting the shit, um, I just want to go ahead and address couple of things, uh, mainly from technical stuff. Um, if you happen to be listening to us live, first off, thank you very much. Um, we are currently live on the Poof What Plays uh, Twitch channel, which is at twitch.tv backslash Poof Plays, where we are currently playing The Sims 4. Apparently, my Sim just knocked over the trash can because he's pissed off, and now Daniel is picking it up. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mooney so, wants to know who the blonde sim talking to Scott is. I'm assuming yeah. Sue. I'm if guessing it's the random guy, I don't know. That's just a random name. Can I ask a question? Because I can't see it. Am I wearing pants yet? You are fully clothed. Oh, thank it. God. Yeah, that was so weird. That was weird. I was like, um... Like, what? I was in my underwear for like three weeks. I know. <laughs> and for whatever reason, Bob was like B. Arthur from the Golden Girls. Remember the shoulder like, pads Bob, Bob she used to have? Couldn't bother to uh, give him the, pants. It was, because his thing is he never wears pants. Yeah. I know. But anyway, so uh, in order to fulfill our Twitch gaming uh, responsibility, and we, oh wow, sorry, The Sims were rather distracting. Uh, they, uh, we put on The Sims 4, and that's something to watch and be amused by while we podcast. So we're, I'm not going to really interact with it too much, so that The Sims are just going to do their own thing while we podcast. Now, can I view okay. it without 
You can if you Listening. just call the audio, because otherwise you might pick up your own audio. And I don't know if that will work on my. We're gonna have Danielle do that. Uh, we're gonna. What do you want Danielle's me to do? gonna uh, mute her audio on her laptop, and she's gonna. It's already muted. Yep, and you're gonna go to the Facebook page um, for Puffwa, and you're gonna click on the link for okay. tonight, and we're gonna we're gonna use the second monitor here, the view with the hell. Puffwa plays, you mean? Yes. Okay. What did you call it, by the way, when we when you did the in the band played on? You, you didn't call it Puffa Plays. You I called it something it else. Something I don't remember. Yeah, Puffa Gaming. Puffa Games. Yes, yeah. Puffa Games. Something. It's the Puffa same. Games. Thing. You know what's trending on <laughs> on my Facebook? Puffa Games. The fact that uh, Proctor's Ledge or something in Salem, Mass, is the confirmed site of nineteen executions during the witch trials. That's trending now. Mm-hmm. The, the executions were four hundred years ago. I don't know if they just confirmed it. It just says scholars say Proctor's Ledge is site where nineteen executions. No, I hit refresh on Facebook. So, just saying. But anyway, so um, just we, we want to make sure that you guys are aware that that's there. Uh, Poofle Plays will also oh, there be we are. Um, community, we're going to be doing some more uh, community games nights. Um, I'm going to be playing more games. So the Poofle Plays uh, Twitch channel should definitely be getting its fair use. We'll at least try to do some kind of content once a week, um, whether it be a Point of View Weekly Live uh, or uh, Poofle Games, me playing games with Scott or myself. Uh, and then uh, we'll do community game nights with uh, like Quiplash. And I also got Jackbox Party Pack 2, which means there's more games we can play now. So there should be a lot of fun cool. stuff. Now, if I can ask, who else is in this room? Because I see Bob in the corner in the, in the apparent timeout. You're right there. Right? I'm okay, sta- so you're just standing there. I have some random I feel bad for audio listeners, but just currently. The- no, we're going to describe this. We're going to make this like feel like okay, you're in the room. Okay, the current scene is, is Jen. Ryan and Sue are sitting at a table. Scott is standing over by the television. I just sat down on a couch. I see none of this. In the of the room. That's not what we're. I doing. see none of this. I see one you person. Realize that you're you're about thirty seconds behind. Uh, oh, yeah. spoilers! No, I only see down. two people wait, at the wait, table. Wait, Look, I'm approaching the table. What will I do? I sat down. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Okay. And there's so now Bob is sitting on the couch, and I'm just sort of standing there in front of him doing. Oh, there we go. We're sitting. Who's the animated together. woman so, in the, in the okay. yellow pants? So I was hoping this wouldn't be a distraction, but apparently I failed horribly. At <laughs> no, that. we're good. No, it's okay. Um, but yes, so well, I just have to ignore it, which we certainly can do. That's what I was doing before. But is there a room know? below us that everyone just walked into, or are we all in the bathroom together? Where did everyone just go? <laughs> They left the house. They're wandering around they the neighborhood. They left the house because they're just guests. And I can't tell what Bob is doing. He's just standing in the corner. I, I'm just standing on the porch outside. And who's talking? Who's watching TV by themselves? Getting That's all Scott. This? Oh, hi, Scott. Oh, you and I are talking right now. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. What go. am I oh, my God. What are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. We're having a We're fight. We're having a fight. So, uh, we, all right, no, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. I think that we need the rule like we had for Jen. <gasps> Did I just punch you? Why does that look at what happened? I'm going with this <laughs> to be on the yeah. Twitch network. Turn it yeah, off, turn it off. This is, this is horrible. <laughs> all right, we're back. Yes. I'm sorry, but it's, it's very addictive. I just apparently yelled in your face. What do you think that we do? So feel free to come and join us for more live streams if you're not listening live, and you'll get to see the strange, strange things that our sim versions are up to. Yeah. But we are going to proceed with the actual podcasting portion of the evening. Yay! Yeah. All right. So, I yelled Ryan, at Ryan and then Danielle, went and watched TV with Scott. Okay. <laughs> um, it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? Um, Surely it never yeah, hurts. Yeah, it no. hurt. And then I had drugs, and then it... Felt better. What um, we learned was when they tell you the baby's gonna come, baby doesn't come. You know how mad you get when the when the cable guy says they'll be between, for, to have a baby. 
Oh, have, well, because she was late. Well, when they say the baby will come between 12 and 5, like, if, picture the cable company. If the cable company doesn't come by 5, you're mad. Baby was a week late. That doesn't happen. Yeah, so we ended up inducing um, because at 41 weeks, we were like, yeah, don't really <laughs> want to keep being pregnant. Um, so she was born on Halloween, and everything went relatively well. Just a couple... Small scares, but nothing yeah. really major. They don't tell you really what the delivery will be like, so you get all freaked out, and you're like, what? What's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine, but like, you, you think the world is ending. Once we, um, once we actually started pushing, she was born relatively quickly, um, so that was good for me. Yes. <laughs> um, and she came out healthy and beautiful, and we didn't get a lot of sleep for the first... Lots of hair! Yes, yeah, a lot hair. of hair. Well, she has a very awkward bald spot now. It's not, like, on the back of her head. It's on the side of her head. Yeah. She's, like, bald on the right. But the rest it's, of her hair is cute. growing. It's growing, still, so yes. So it's long on one side and, like, bald on the other. But it's cute. And, yeah. So we're settling in. Mm-hmm. She sleeps about six hours at night. So it's pretty good. Yeah. That was more um, than we thought. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I know we weren't going to do this, but why is Ray typing Ryan is back in his underwear? Oh, no. <laughs> nothing. We're paying attention to the podcast, Ryan. We're not paying attention yeah. to Yeah. No, and it's a, there's nothing happening on it. It's all positive. Okay. Well, you can tell Ray that to get the memo there. Good God. <laughs> well, don't forget we're, we're behind, I guess, the usual. How far behind are we? I don't know. You're in your... You're about, it's about you're 30, still in, You're still seconds. in your pants. worse. D is doing push-ups. Skyping. All right. Well, you keep an eye on that. If I take my okay. pants off, you contact you know. me immediately. I'll all right. You know. Right now, you're carrying a book. Okay. Well, that could change in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so, we do so Sue, you have a wonderful story you wanted to tell us? Well, we have a very small parking lot at my work, and we get a semi-truck come in and deliver food for our cooks to cook for our children. And today, they sent us a, a driver who's only been working for the company for two days, who's never been in our small parking lot, and they did not give him any instructions. So he tried to drive around the car's drive, and he proceeded to knock over a three-sided cement structure that houses our trash cans and recycling equipment, almost flipped his truck over. I guess it was up on one side with wheels off the ground for a couple of seconds, right in the middle of drop-off and pickup time for all the parents and children. Oh, jeez. And the poor man, I felt so bad for him. He's like, it's my second day. I hope I can, I hope I still have a job. And his other guy who'd been there for 15 years was like, oh, no, don't worry about it. These things happen all the time. And he's like, oh, uh, uh, you know, I felt so bad for him. But, yeah, it was very exciting. The kids were like, oh, and the teachers were like, ah. Oh. And uh, well, what you really want to hear from them is be like, oh, yeah, don't worry. We knock stuff over all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And, you know, it just, it was a very exciting afternoon. And at one point I had to put my truck diagonally across where the traffic goes to keep people from driving through that area because we didn't know if there was anything that was like pop tires or anything like that. So, but we had somebody come out and fix it so that it's safe and cut off the rebar that was like sticking out at kid level and, and stuff like that so that we can actually have school tomorrow. It was horrifying. But yeah, it was yeah. great excitement for everybody involved except for the poor driver. <laughs> it's probably somewhat exciting for him in some ways, I guess. But yeah, yeah not yeah. the kind of excitement you really want. No. Kind of yeah, I had a friend of mine last night. I sent her a text message and she wrote back, 
something very short. And I said, everything okay? She's like, yeah, I have a head. She's like, my head hurts or whatever. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow. So this morning she wasn't at work. I'm like, well, where, where is she? And someone's like, oh, she was in a head-on car accident this weekend. I'm like, what? So I sent her a text message, all caps. You didn't tell me you were in a head-on car accident. And she wrote back, I have a concussion. Stop yelling at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, and you always want it to be like, you know, a very dramatic story. Apparently she was sneezing and lost control of her vehicle. So, oh, dear. Yeah. So don't oh. sneeze, kids. But yeah. Uh, was the, well, the, if it's like a lot of sneezes all in a row. that can Oh, my God. Your mother. How is she really so bad. alive? Your mother yeah. has never sneezed less than nine times in a row. Yeah. It's very scary. Allergies and asthma. That's all. Do that to you. Yeah. So. so we had a kid. I feel like we, we buried the kid story. We had a kid. We brought the kid home. There were balloons on the house. Yeah. We've changed many diapers. Many, many, many diapers. We, we've taken two walks with her because it's yeah. freaking cold out. We're not taking her outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's she understandable. the cutest when she oh is God. dressed up to go in the car seat. She's very adorable. So cute. She had her first belly laughing session the other day. She hasn't repeated oh, it yet. Poopy, yeah. Poopy she hasn't, she hasn't yeah. laughed again since then. Not like that, but hopefully soon. Right. Yeah. And Danielle goes back her work, to work in two days. Sad. <laughs> well, Danielle thought when this Sad. all started that she'd be the type of mom who'd be like, you know what? I need adult time. This is good. I'm going to, you know, need to get like, you know, a few hours of the day to myself. And I am going to have to like drag her from the house. And there's going to be, like, her fingernails in the stairs all the way down to the car. I don't want to leave my baby. (laughs) I want to stay with her. (laughs) I don't blame you. The unspoken end of that sentence is, with you. (laughs) No. I I just don't like being (laughs) away from her. hanging out with you two, Ryan. We know. What was the statement you made that day? You're like, she's going to be so upset when I leave her with you. (laughs) No. That's not what I said. You said something like that. I said she has to learn to be soothed by you because usually it's me. Because I, I have the milk. You do have the milk. You do have the milk. I have her food, so I can easily yeah. calm her down. That's true. I just have to use my wit. Yeah. You can monologue her to death. I did I earlier saying, today. You can I did earlier today. Hey, she fell asleep, didn't she? Yeah. Best of Pofla. We have to go back and find all the old episodes where we talked about, you know, Putting our children to sleep, our future children, with this podcast, because now it's actually happening. Yeah. So we should yeah. I know. You should totally just play, like, an old Puffo episode and see if she falls asleep. We'll, do, we'll try that tonight. She feels about special episode four. <laughs> She'll probably give you that look, like, what are, you, what are you making me listen to? All right. Mooney just wrote, Ryan's up and still in his pants. I read it as Ryan's all up in his pants. Oh. <laughs> yes. I'm you also keeping an eye on the Twitch chat. chat. And it pops April up. wants to know, Bob, if you need any extra expansions or bases so you can have a bigger house because she's really into sims as well so uh to, to address that really quick um you, well you can have as large of a house as you want i mean it's all about items and things for your sims to do i don't have a ton of it i only have one expansion for the sims 4 i was gonna do the sims 3 which would be more fun because there's things like magic and stuff but it doesn't run as well on my computer so i was figured it'd be better uh-huh. to go with it better running game um but yeah no yeah. It, by the way just a total side point if anyone has the sims and can make sims better than i can because i'm horrible at making sims uh please i could use any help it'd be great preferably uh people who know how to add appropriate clothing to people it'd be great because apparently i have according April? to my friends i have no i have no fashion sense when it comes to my making my sims yeah. so yes. well apparently uh scott has quite the swagger I know that has nothing to do with clothes, but I just read that. Mm-hmm. I, haven't yes, seen I have no idea what I was doing. Yeah, I do. 
Yeah. I have stopped paying attention to the video part, but April yeah. does um, play The Sims a lot. That's mostly what happens on her Twitch stream, so she'll probably... Uh, she's offering to make you a house, if you like. Hmm. Ooh, this might be an option or an opportunity I need to take a... take. I can't even talk to myself. I'm, talk, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Four months to prepare, man can't talk. <laughs> uh, can't even. Anyway, I'm actually going to hide the video... I'm gonna hide the video right now because it's it is kind of slightly distracting. Um, uh, mine is it's completely frozen. It's not. Oh really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, that's not good. It's that's okay. Good. So Bob, what's it. new with you? Um, just been busy with work. Uh, I started a new workout program. Which cool. oh god, I hate my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> While you're doing that, I'm gonna prepare some um, some comments on your life, Bob. Carry on. Oh god, I'm afraid. Um, but yeah, I know. So it's been kind of fun. Um, I'm continually doing what I can to kick butt at that. Um, I've decided that I love working out, but I, I, my, I'm fine with the whole working out thing. Um, but the whole eating thing is what gets me. It's mm. like, mm, I love food. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and you love bad, bad for yeah. you food. Bad for That's me better. Food. Actually, yes. my well, since, since starting about a week or so ago, uh, we started on the fourth. Um, because my brother is also dragging me, kicking and screaming through it. Um, I've only had like what two bad meals, and by bad meals, I mean they were like what we, what people would call like a cheat meal. Um, mm. I still have stayed away from Taco Bell. I'm literally going okay. through Taco Bell withdrawals. I'm getting the shakes. Oh no. No, not really. But it feels like it. <laughs> oh, can I recommend you also avoid Chipotle? Just throwing that out. Aww. Oh, yeah. I Why Chipotle? I mean, I used uh, Chipotle's. Cause of the, no, because of the food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The E. coli. <laughs> oh, they have E. coli right now? You didn't know that? It's one of their options. Well, how many? In a while. No, it's not E. coli. How it's many? norovirus. No, they had a huge E. coli. That was E. coli, too. too. I remember the norovirus. That came after. That came after. That was a couple of months ago, though, wasn't it? Yeah. But I think a couple yeah. locations ended up closing yeah. because of it. But yeah. Well, they'll one day rebuild, but it's they'll rebuild. Good, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah. Scott, how about so, you? What's going on? For- oh, wait, Bob. Sorry. Was oh, Bob I'm finished? Sorry. Oh, I was just, just going to say, I so I'm kind of done. curious as to what Ryan's commentary is on something because he said he's yeah. sharing comments. Yeah. What actually happened was yesterday, you ever have one of those things where you message someone to start a conversation and then you forget you've done it, so you do it twice? I did that yesterday. So I sent I sent a message to Bob at 2.18 that said, Bobo! And then I sent one, apparently a 244, forgetting the first one, that said, Bobo! <laughs> so it unfortunately came across as... <laughs> you forget, as, you just were not happy. No, I didn't remember it. So I ca- it came across as Bobo. Bobo! To which he wrote back, what? I'm working out! To which I told him to strap some pants on. So then I asked him my question. Now we're going to cut back to today at 2.45 p.m. Bobo, what color are your eyes? Ryan, blue. Bobo, thanks. Ryan, do you want to play up the podcast on Facebook tonight? You know, just remind everyone we're going to be here. Bobo, sure. After my workout. Bob's working out a great deal. This is what I'm gathering from Texas. Yeah, the funny thing is, is you usually message me around 10 or 11 o'clock my time, yep. which is usually the time when I work out. Yes. So you just happen to always message me. During that, you time just period. have bad timing. Yeah, <laughs> yes, or good so. timing, depending on how you look at it. Yes, possibly, Quite possibly indeed. But yeah, so my my goal is to uh, I'm trying to lose roughly about what twenty five ish pounds. Twenty technically, as of right now, twenty three point six. Um, nice. Get down to one fifty. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'll give updates if it 
people are interested. So, but yeah, eating healthy is good. Mm-hmm. I need to do more of it. Mm-hmm. But it. So Scott, how are you, how is your three months away from the podcast? It's been good. Um, I was, well, part of it was still taken up with the show that I was in last time we podcasted. And so that ended in the middle of December. We did our concert and series and everything. Well, I don't know what what to call it exactly. It's not a play, but it's put on by the theater that usually does the plays. And we had all our various different songs from the 40s through 60s that we were singing and stuff. Um, so that was fun. It was a lot of fun, but I was glad to be done with it as well because, you know, I actually had evenings back and could sleep more <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. Um, sleep is good. Yeah. So I haven't been doing any other theater things since then i probably won't this year until it shifts over to the next season again in the fall but i might go and see some of the other ones um work is interesting at the moment because we're in the middle of renovations because there's another radio station in town that our um, parent company has bought up so they're going to be moving into our building and uh, so there's you know they're taking down walls and putting doors where there were not doors before and putting walls in where there weren't any. And uh, there's a lot of plaster dust at the moment. So Mm. it's an interesting working experience, but I'm sure it'll be fun once we've finished everything. (laughs) Cool. Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Construction's never fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Next week at some point, they're going to be doing new carpets and having interesting glue and things. So, uh, my boss is taking two days off and uh, kind of warned us that the last time they did that, she thought they might have got high. Plaster. So there's apparently some interesting glue involved in putting down carpet. Uh, that we yeah, it's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but we can't all go and take two days off because then nobody writes any commercials. And, uh, yeah. Might be awkward. That would be but awkward. You could write home. them in from home. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. just write high commercials. Do them from home. Yeah. <laughs> we like might have some really interesting creative stuff coming out for those that particular week. Uh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. We'll see how that goes. Hopefully, um, the people from the other station will be moving in probably March sometime. So. Cool. Mm-hmm. So does anyone else have any more stories from our hiatus? To, to... I feel like we should have more. We had a kid. <laughs> hey, it's been all like baby, baby, baby. Poopy diapers, so, baby, so, I baby, mean, baby, 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 baby. Really? Well, it's like little things that y- used to not impress are now like shocking. Like, let's leave the house. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, well, with the baby. With the baby, yeah. Because yeah. br- my mother has actually asked us a few times. I'm like, oh, Danielle and I went out. Oh, did you bring the baby? No, we just left her at home. Yeah, <laughs> I left her with the cats. It'll <laughs> like, be fine. Like, you think, but like, you can you can figure it out because like in one of the early weeks, it was like week two, week three of having the baby home. Danielle's looked at me and, and I looked at her and we're like, what do you want to try and do today? Because I was still home on paternity leave, and she's like, well, we should get the mail. <laughs> Let's not overextend. <laughs> And one, and it was actually Danielle's birthday. For those of you who have never seen uh, the Goldbergs, great show on ABC. Uh, and the first episode involves uh, takes place in the 1980s and it involves the grandfather uh, losing his driver's license. He's getting older. He's mm-hmm. given up the keys. Gives the car to his granddaughter. So there's a scene where 
at the end of the episode, there's like a voiceover, there's music or whatever, and you see him cut up his driver's license. And I wanted to freeze frame the scene because they never tell you what year the show takes place in. So I wanted to see what year the grandfather was supposedly born because it's on the license. So I freeze frame it on the license. To which point Danielle screams, which I thought was unusual, because she realized it was her birthday, her license just expired, mm-hmm. and she never got it renewed. <laughs> yeah. So we it, so we had to go out that day, and it was a, it was Sunday, I believe, and we go to the local AAA office. No, it yeah. wasn't Sunday. It, it was, was a Saturday. Saturday. It was Saturday. And we had to get there by like one. We had to get there they by- were open until one. We had to get there by one. It was 10 o'clock. It's about five minutes down the road. Danielle looks at me. We'll never make it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think that's part of the problem here. The things we have to report, we ate dinner, you know, we, we cleaned the sheets or we meant to clean the sheets. Probably we get stuff done. A lot of laundry. We got something. A lot, a lot of laundry. A lot of laundry. A lot of laundry. At one point, Danielle's like, the baby's crying. I'm like, what baby? <laughs> I know. So. <laughs> the question I have is, what do the cats think? Sammy's protective. Sammy thinks it's her baby. She and cries Sammy, every time Sammy the baby let, cries. Sammy likes to let us know when the baby's crying as if we don't already know. Um, Herbie, I think, is completely jealous and doesn't like the baby. I think he's like, why aren't you holding me? Who is this mm-hmm. person? Who is this person in your lap? It should be me. And Chuck, I think, is just kind of like, whatever, you know, whatever. It's a baby. You know. That sounds about right. So, yeah. But I mean, neither, none of them have done anything, you know. They've never, they haven't, like, tried to hurt her or anything. Like, Sammy will be the one who will go closest to her and has, like, rubbed her head against like, the baby's hand, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. The other oh, ones, cool. yeah. So, yeah. And is that her or the cats that I hear in the background? Oh, if you can hear her, if you can hear her, she's a floor away. <laughs> yeah, but that yeah. you probably can hear it. It's Ella. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah you can hear She's crying. You'll hear my mother talk very She'll do that, like, that hushed whisper in a minute. Ella! No. So. It'll be fine. Babies cry. Baby. Mm-hmm. They do. I'm sure we'll be used to it. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Actually, I Have can't tell if she's crying the, or babbling. Um, there, there's a comedian that did a whole routine on that, that same bit. It's like, sing, single people don't understand. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was what I was doing. Let's yeah. leave the house. Oh, yeah, the scene yeah. where, he, where he's his wife are driving on the highway. And he looks over, and the kids have their heads out the car window on the highway doing 80, so yeah. they shove their heads out the window to scream at the kids to get back yeah. in the car. And now all of them have their heads outside of the car as they're driving down the highway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully you don't get to that point, but you never know. I mean, yeah, hopefully we're, we've got a little better handle on it. I mean, I think we're doing better at it than I thought we would. <laughs> That's so, always good. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a learning process. Exactly. Indeed. So we should probably get Danielle. So, uh, Danielle's tearing up over no, here. Not. You look like you're tearing up. No, she's like not happy. Don't your baby somewhere? My baby is crying. Yes. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of stuff happened while we were on hiatus. So do we kind of want to go down a list of various things and give our opinions on yeah. things? Okay. How about? I was going to say, the first thing I was going to say was the Star Wars Episode 7 trailer, but we've since... No, we don't need to talk about the trailer, because we've, we've got the movie. Yeah, we've so, got the movie. But speaking of trailers, has everyone seen the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Yes. We saw it um, yes. before Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome trailer, mm-hmm. and I love, my favorite part was seeing the American wizard flag in the background. I thought that was an awesome little touch. There's an American wizard flag? Yeah, when you watch it again. Yeah, when you're, uh, when you're in the uh, whatever... Legislative body. The woman is in front of when she walks in and, and announces that he like there's the case of of 
beasts and it's missing the magical, magical creatures. If you look behind the woman who's listening, you'll see the, the flag on the wall. It's really cool. That's like the uh, American Magical Congress, I believe. Yes. It's called. Yeah. I can't wait to see because then like the, the school is more has like a Native American feel to mm-hmm. it or something like that. I am super stoked. Like as like for me, world building is like the coolest stuff ever. Mm-hmm. So to see that she's taking this movie series and using it to basically flesh out the American wizarding world, mm. I am super stoked. I have a question. How do you think? Two two part question. How do you think the movies will do commercially? And what do you think the press will be about the movies once they're out? Well, I think it just depends. I mean, if it's a decent movie, then, you know, it's going to get a good press. But I, th- I think, I think you know, at least the first one's going to do re- really well. I mean, let's be honest. Those Potter movies weren't financially slouches. Um, they made good money. So I do think that, and not to mention, you know, Harry Potter is still very much still a part of our, um, what's like the word I'm looking for? Basically, it's still part of our social consciousness. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. Conscience? Or I don't know. I'm losing it. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not conscious. So it's, like, yeah. it's part of our landscape. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not like everyone's forgotten about Harry Potter. Exactly. So I do think, and I think that there's going to be some people who will go and see it just to kind of check it out. Like, you know, it, it, the, the, I think the important part is the way they really, really, really need to push this. They need to push the fact that it's written by J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Like it, because if it's just like written by some guy, no one's gonna care as much as if it says this is a legitimate prequel to the Harry Potter story written by the actual author. Yeah, here's my concern for it, and because the press loves to lo- write stories about you know Trump rising, Trump falling, Hillary rising, Hillary falling, they love to build things up and tear them down. So Harry Potter's been built up over all this time. So I think the big story before it comes out is gonna be can J.K. Rowling do it again? Can magic? Strike twice, because that will actually be the, the tagline, will magic strike twice. And I keep thinking back to Caprica, the sequel series to Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. And you have the, the parent show is this space opera with a very complicated plot. It's not episodic. You've really got to have watched the whole thing to figure out what's going on. And they come out with this idea for a spinoff or a sequel that's very, very different from the original. It takes place in the universe, but 50 years before. It's not a space opera, but you need to know that full backstory to watch it. And all I can think of is you're not going to get any new viewers and you're going to lose all the old viewers who don't like the new plot line. So all I'm picturing is, is it going to bring in anyone that didn't see Harry Potter and is it going to keep all of the Harry Potter fans who are like, no, I like the books, but I'm not watching this new one. So I'm actually curious if it's going to do really well, but not quite as well as the Harry Potter movies. And if that's going to be, you know. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, it, it's hard. Mm. Like, it's always hard to predict. Things yeah. Like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think, well, I think it bring in new people. Maybe it just, I think it just depends on the hype around the movie. Right. I mean, if this, if everyone's like, this is an amazing movie, whether you like the Harry Potter series or not, um, then people will probably go see it. Um, but I think there are the initial people who are going to see this movie. And let's be honest, it's not a small number. Uh, are the people who who are in love with the Harry Potter universe. It's right. the Harry Potter fans. Yeah. I mean, and Joe's keeping things alive. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe's putting out the tweets every once in a while. Joe's doing this. Joe's doing that. She is. And yep. that, I mean, I love that Joe has found Twitter. I, yeah. I, I don't I do not do Twitter very much, but MuggleNet or somebody will put it out there. 
And in fact, yesterday, um, last night when we were podcasting, MuggleNet wrote that yesterday was um, nine years since she finished Deathly Hallows. Huh. Yeah. I so. Did, um, is Pottermore still there? Or is Pottermore... Pottermore is still there, but it's different. I heard, I, yeah, because I heard Sony either pulled out or Sony's no longer. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's more really like hard to find stuff and than it was before. Harder or no, it's hard. Harder. Okay, I've heard. Um, and the people that were really into Pottermore aren't as thrilled. Right, because there is a house system. There is all these cool like role playing aspects, and they just ripped it out. I mean, yeah, so I, I, there, you can't you can't do the house the house thing anymore. There's no more sorting hat. Um, so I, I could see where a lot of people who thought that, I mean, thought that would be something that they would like to continue to do. It's not so much. Although apparently even that like, it was on the internet, people have taken the questions and the algorithms and stuff that were in the sorting hat and made other the quizzes from it that you can go and take. So. You're still answering the same question. Well, that was never even a yeah. big deal for me. Like that, that part of it always was actually more annoying to me. I wanted to go on and read about. I wanted to see stuff about, you know, chamber secrets or see something about the goblet of fire. And I felt like I had to jump through fifty hoops and find the thing in the room so that wasn't. Like, you can it, probably do that easier on this one. Like yeah. when you go to it, there's a tab that's writing by J.K. Rowling or yeah. explore the story or this is about fantastic beasts or. Etc. So you can just go to the things yeah. that Joe wrote if that's what you want to see. Yeah, that's kind of what I was kind of preferring. But yeah. So you would probably enjoy this version of Pottermore. Well, the other thing that's actually exciting for me, too, is now that this is coming out, um, Scott posted the other day he's actually looking for a place to go on vacation. So I'm going to plug, once again, uh, Universal Studios in Florida, if you're a Potter fan. But the new thing is um, there's this whole thing. Scott, California. There's this whole thing in Florida where they're build. There, there's basically now um, Universal is buying back a lot of land that they sold, you know, ten, twenty years ago, and they're kind of figuring out there's room for a third theme park in Universal's wow. little um, postage stamp size slot in uh, Orlando, and Universal Studios in Florida is and now you know going to California is basically back on the map because of Harry Potter. Because, mm-hmm. the, you know, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter was so successful, and then Diagon Alley just, you know, exploded, even though it didn't really, because that's not terrible. But it, it, it just did incredibly, incredibly well. And now they're saying, well, what if you had a third theme park? What would you do? You've done Hogsmeade, and you've done Diagon Alley, and Grimmel Place, and King's Cross. Like, what else is there to do if you were doing Harry Potter? And someone's, you know, some people brought up, well, maybe do the castle, but the castle's been done. They said, well, if you could go to the Weasley house, well, yeah, but is that really a theme park? Like, do you want to go into Molly Weasley's house? So one thing that keeps coming back is what if they did a theme park for the Fantastic Beasts universe? That would be, be cool. fun. Um, it would be interesting to how. do the yeah. Forbidden Forest, too. Yeah. I mean, you could, but what would you really do in the Forbidden Forest? I mean, to, I mean there might be a really cool ride, but for having mm-hmm. it being its own park... Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah, there's really true. enough going on there to yeah. really kind of warrant that. I do really like the idea that Ryan brings up, though, because if, if if J.K. Rowling within these movies is able to really kind of world build, like work her magical world building uh, magic again, magic, 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 um, then I think that, yeah, I would love to go see American, you know, Wizarding World. Even like even if it goes back in time, if you will, to the 19, what is it, 20s? I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think so. Like yeah. Yeah. So... 
But yeah, no, I think that I I vote for that personally. Not to mention it would be good because it's also the current universe that the Potter world is inhabiting. So it's like and you usually want to like when you're doing things like that. Like for example, like the new Star Wars world isn't going to be take place in the prequel world. It's not going to take place in the old trilogy, in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the current trilogy because that's what's currently the thing. Yeah, that's and it's going to be like a random world in the in the current trilogy. It's yeah, not going to be. Think they're building Jakku or something. They're building no, they're they're building. It's it's a, it's a world place. that is. Now, thanks to Disney and everything and being canon, it's its own individual world that is intended to be just for the park. Right. Yeah. So, but I'm sure you could still buy your Darth Vader shirts, and you can probably take mm-hmm. a picture with Darth Vader somewhere. Um, but yeah, that that's why I think that if Kylo Ren wants know, to do that, so you know, yeah, so <laughs> just just Kylo Ren. I want to take get a picture with, with with Grandpa. Spoilers for the Force Awakens. No. <laughs> oh, speaking of spoilers for the for the sports for the Force Awakens for the for the, for, for, the Spor- yeah. for the Force Awakens. We see the movie. No, we, no, no spoilers at all. I think Danielle knew something about Leia being a general. That was about all we. Well, that was kind of that was yeah. Given. Now, seeing the trailer, that's it. We leave the movie. And we walk out, and now picture everything we did to avoid being spoiled for Deathly Hallows, all right? I almost scalded a man, I thought, told me that Hermione died. And he was my boss, so it would have been complicated. We, we, we leave the cinema, and Danielle does the first thing she does after she leaves a room she's sat in for longer than 20 minutes. I need to go to the bathroom. So we find a bathroom. Danielle goes to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom. She always gets done faster than It was than like three hours after. Right. I mean, She comes out. Geez. So apparently in the ladies' room was a little girl and her mother. They were walking in. They were walking, walking in. Out. And the mother said, what was your favorite part of the movie? And the little girl, he said, the little girl said, when Han Solo died. <laughs> you gotta keep your voice down. Are you kidding me? And the mother was more horrified well, than that was been, her favorite part of the movie. like a month, right. almost. Well, three still, weeks. More you than don't three scream weeks. that in the hallway. It's a child. child. Children don't understand the whole spoiler thing. Yeah, Did I was just more horrified that volume. that was, was your favorite part. More of the movie. horrified that a five-year-old liked the part where Ooh, he's, he's dead. Yeah, that was, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, they yeah, like that dramatic. kind of stuff. They do like fine. Um, bringing back to Potter real quick. Um, kind of as we were talking about the prequel universe, if you will, of the Potter, we can talk about the sequel of Harry Potter, which is the uh, uh, forgetting the name the of play. it. Cursed the Child. The Cursed Child. I was going to say cursed child. unforgivable cursed, cursed Child. Anyway, so. I don't know. Do we want to have any commentary on some of their casting so far, or? I mean, Hermione's black. I'm good with it. Yeah. I mean, casting yeah. means nothing. None yeah. of them look anything yeah. like any of the. No, Ron looks like Harry, and it's creeping but, me out. Yeah, you know. so Ron does look like. Yeah, Harry. I'm sure Ron, Ron will have a red anything. wig or something, but you know, depends on whether he's all gray by yeah. 30 years on. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> Ron, Ron, yeah, I mean, Ron, Ron looks like Harry. Hermione's black and you know maybe Harry's Hispanic I mean like like what you didn't know that like I, I just, think Harry should be Asian yeah I, I think it's hysterical that that's kind of like an in-your-face thing because technically aside from like a reference to Hermione having a tan you never have a reference to Hermione's skin color so why couldn't you I mean I, I don't think it's the big a big deal but I, I kind of love it when people get all needled out of shape over something you like know, that yeah. I, I, okay plays so, are a different medium than yeah. either books or movies like there mm-hmm. is not there's not a description of Hamlet. Like, we can't say, right. oh, Kenneth Branagh should never have played Hamlet. He looks nothing like Lawrence Arif. And you know what doesn't make sense? 
in the description of 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 Harry Potter's future home and the, you know the the Dursley house and Hogwarts and all the locations this play will be set in, I don't think there's like a theater full of seats on the other end of the room. So like he, like there, there's some stuff. That, yeah, you know what I mean. There's usually a wall at the other end of the room. You know, Scott, this, I think Scott, you said this. this, 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 this I'm sorry, Scott. I was just going to say, I think something that you had said, or maybe one of my other theater friends had said, is that the theater tends to be more colorblind than most uh, mm-hmm. uh, mediums of entertainment. So I don't know. I mean, I can whether they're good actors or not, and I'm sure exactly you know, the the only pictures we have of them are not in costume in any sense. So that's going to change as well. And yeah. And they're not the main characters. Albus is the main character. We have no, no idea who's playing him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now, if Albus is black, I'm going to have questions. <laughs> yes. <That's, laughs> then Judy would have to be black, too. But. Is it bad that Keza's first comment was to me because of the because of the thick from, like, nine years ago? <laughs> yeah, I, I, when, she, when yeah, I saw that comment, I, I was like, that's hilarious. Ron's by uh, They didn't even cast Ginny, right? Is not Ginny as far as we know. Right, because we all know that Ginny's not. Ginny doesn't matter. The only ones we've heard about so far are the trio, trio. but there's going to be more people than that in the play. We I mean, I, I heard that announced. I heard the Harry used a surrogate. I mean, I'm not sure what book you were reading, but is Ginny really that relevant to the oh, story? <laughs> you are terrible. Oh terrible, boy. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, no. So we're going to try a new segment on our podcast. It's called Ryan goes to check on the baby because she won't stop crying. Okay. okay. Also known as the part where, where everyone else gets, everyone else everyone gets else to talk. talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Does that mean we're going to start on the Star Wars talk? Yeah, we can. Okay. All right. So in case if you are somehow still here and somehow haven't seen the movie and don't want to be spoiled, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is major We've already spoilers. Given the, majors, the biggest We've already spoiled you, so sorry. <laughs> no. But continuing forward, we will continue to spoil every little aspect of Star Wars The Force Awakens. So please, uh, whether you're listening to the stream or listening to the recorded message, or the recorded message, the recorded yeah. <laughs> Here BB-8, here's an episode of Point of View Weekly. Um, <laughs> please, stop listening. We'll catch you guys next week, or next two weeks, whenever we decide to do this again. Alright, so Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakened. Oh my gosh. We yes. finally have a new Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Yay! Danielle, it was really yes. good. What you and I—I I, not to say that everyone else isn't big Star Wars fans. You but two I think are the uber Star Wars fans. <laughs> I think we're we the uber know. Star Wars fans. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I really enjoyed it, and I didn't know really much about the story going in, other than that we were going to be getting a mix of new characters and classic characters. So I was really excited um, to see you know, those classic characters again. Um, and I enjoyed the previews cause it seemed to me like it was going to feel like a star Wars movie. It wasn't going to be all about the shiny special, special effects, which is what George Lucas kind of went overboard with, with the prequels. I feel like it was all just CGI and it was a little too much. And so I was excited about that. Um, and I have to say, I really enjoyed the new characters a lot for the most part. I really loved Ray and Finn. Um, and overall, like, I really enjoyed it. And then when I got home, I started, like, kind of looking online finally at some of the articles that have been written about it because I had been staying away from that. And I found this really funny. I mean, funny because it's written from a fan's perspective. And it says 40 
unforgivable plot holes in Star Wars The Force <laughs> Awakens. And it's like, no, don't get me wrong. I really loved the movie, but... <laughs> and I was but reading it, I and I was reading it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, actually, some of these I did notice, and some of these, but it overall, like, it didn't really bother me. Um, I actually read... Um, not that one, but someone's takedown of that. And he goes through and addresses all 40 of them. And yeah. like half of them are, did you actually watch the movie? Well, yeah. Well, one, <laughs> of, the, yeah, yeah. one yeah. of the 40 was like, uh, one of the things that he picked out was like, well, how did those animals or whatever, those creatures get out on Han's ship anyway? And it's like, because Ray let them out. She hit the wrong fuse and she yeah. let them out. Right. Like that, that actually did happen. Like, I actually had dialogue yeah. about that. Oops, wrong um, fuse. But I think the, like when Ryan was asking me about it after, you know, asking me what I thought, I said, I only had, I, I felt like Bob. I was like, I have two like little nitpicky things that like were bothering me. And one was, I thought, in my opinion, that Ray picked up the Force a little too quickly. And I, I think they just wanted to show you that she, you know, is strong with the Force, which I get. But so was Luke Skywalker. And he didn't master it until Return of the Jedi. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that kind of bothered me a little. Well, but only only because it seemed to happen. It seemed to happen fast. Yeah. And that then, depends um, on what happens in the next two movies. Yeah. It turns out right. she's, you know, right. genetically predisposed to it somehow or something. And then my other thing that just kind of, I wished it kind of went a different way, I guess, was that I was like, you know, after all this time, and we finally see Han and Leia together again, and they split up. Like, they're not together anymore. Like, I just, I couldn't believe yeah. it. That really bugged me because I was like, really? After all this time, they're not even together. Well, and I think it was more just because I wanted to see them together. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah, I'm sure that the reason that they're not together was because of their son. Of course. Right. Um, I want to address something in the chat real quick. And Scott's kind of addressed it, but I want to go ahead and mention it. Um, the first major planet, Jakku, uh, that is featured in The Force Awakens, where yep. we raise at and where the, uh, the, the, for, uh, the force, the Church of the Force Village is at, um, there's a bunch of, uh, battleships. Like, just, yes. It's, 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 Star Destroyers, right? Star Destroyers. So basically. Ray is a scavenger because there's all these crafts. Ray is a scavenger mm. scavenging those, those ships. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. shortly, um, this takes place in Star Wars Battlefront, the video game. But it's technically canon because it's post-Disneyfication of everything. Mm-hmm. But shortly after Return of the Jedi, um, basically the Rebel Alliance uh, and their massive forces is driving out the Empire. And one of the major, major, major battles of that was the Battle of Jakku, which you can play in Star Wars Battlefront. Um, so, But like a bunch of capital ships went down on the planet, and that's why all that crap is there. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that's kind of explaining how all that stuff, why all of those ships there. That's why it's it's the remnants of the Battle of Jakku. Okay. Mm-hmm. So total. Sorry, I just wanted to get that. Uh, no, that's cool. Um, I just want to say because uh, I don't think I've given my opinion yet. I loved this movie. Um, while for the most part, in a lot of ways, it took a lot, a lot from New A New Hope, and even a lot from uh, the other two uh, original trilogy movies. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a really great, fresh, new look, uh, start to yeah. the Disney version of the universe. Yeah. Um, I think in a lot of ways, let's be honest, no matter what they put out, people weren't going to be 100 super happy. Like, No, either, of course it, not. Of course not. It, either it was going to be something new and they, people hated it, 
or it's going to be something like this, and it's like, oh, they stole too much from the other movies. Which, if yeah. you really look at it, all the Star Wars movies steal They're from all each the other yeah. immensely. They all have major pro- tropes that happen, yeah. right. and those existed long before Star Wars. Yeah. And, yeah. It's the hero's yeah. journey. It's, I mean, that's what it always is, like, you know? You know, they took A New mm-hmm. Hope and Return of the Jedi and stuck it in a blender, but mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of new stuff as well, so it's not like, it's not entirely a regurgitation of stuff we've I seen. I mean, I think, uh, if looking back on it, I've only seen it once. Did you see it more than once, Bob? I've seen it twice and I'm about to see it. Okay. Time. Like, one of the things that, looking back on it, that, just like, again, nitpicky things, I'm like, okay... I don't know who the supreme leader is, and I don't understand where he came from. And I don't know if it's because it's coming from, like, just that something J.J. Abrams made up, like the supreme leader guy, yeah. or was it coming from a video game or a book? Or no, no supreme leader. It's part of the mystery. We don't part know yet. Mystery. Okay, it's kind, of, it's kind of like the emperor in the. Uh, yeah. Emperor, okay. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Well, and then I was like, why is he? Why is he so huge? And then I realized it was a hologram, and I'm like, but why is he so huge? Like, why? why is he like towering over them? He's being I still don't know if he's just that huge. Yeah. Just a um, I'm thinking it's I'm just a hog. bit in the third movie where you actually meet him and he's actually three inches tall. Right. <laughs> I know. Well, if you think about it, like if you look at uh, the, um, the uh, what's it called? The communication scene, I guess you could call it, with the, uh, with the emperor and empire. Like the empire's head is huge. I mean, the emperor's head yeah. is huge. Yeah. So it's not like, right. is that what he looks like? No. So I think, I think, Maybe that was like a reference to that. I don't know. It's that's me speculating. Um, yes. I don't think he's we that. We do know that apparently their hologram technology has gotten a lot better in the past thirty years because yeah. they only yeah. go blue and fuzzy when he's turning it off. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, no, there's there, they, they left a lot of questions in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, um, who is Ray? Yeah, where does she come from? Why does I she have, have the force? As long as the rest of the internet does. Yeah. Um, we this still know not- a whole lot. Yeah, this this is basically. We didn't get to see much from Leia or Luke, and we yeah. didn't get to see what is going on with Ray. We just got to get introduced to her. This was sort of the Han Finn movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, we, and- we didn't find out that Vader and Luke were related until the second movie, or that Leia mm-hmm. and Luke were siblings until the right. third movie. Right. Yeah. So I think yeah. everyone's like, "Why don't we know this crap?" And I'm like, "Slow your horses down and enjoy <laughs> the ride, folks." Yeah. And um, and that's the thing. That's what I really liked about it. It was that it just it really brought back the feeling of the first ones and just really made things magical again. Yeah, that's I, I I turned to my friend Lucas as we were walking out of the theater for the second viewing, and the one thing I said first off, I love the movies, honestly. And then this seems to be the case with most people, like the who, who are Star Wars fans. They enjoy it each time with each viewing. Like, yeah. I, I loved it immensely more. Like, I didn't think I could love BB-8 more than I saw it the first time. Oh yeah, I loved BB-8. I mean, I thought it was great. He's funny. Yeah, but what I what I know. wanted to say to what I said to my friend was is that the thing I take away the most from this movie is I cannot wait to have more adventures with these characters. Yeah. Right. Like. Mm-hmm. The new character, like, honestly, Han, yeah, he was, it was great. By the way, Harrison Ford did an amazing job as Han. Like, if you look at the performance of Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, he was just playing himself. He wasn't Indiana Jones. He was just kind of there. But uh, Harrison Ford as Han Solo, Han, he was Han Solo. He, they mm-hmm. did an, he did an amazing performance as uh, in this movie, and it was great to see him come back as actually Han and not, like, half-assed it. So, I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I love when seeing. He first arrives and it's like you know we're home. You just got goosebumps. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and even after were, seeing it in the trailer 20 million times. I know, right? Yeah. And if you're I still got the goosebumps. So any yeah. kind of a fan, you knew that what, the first day or the first week on the set, the Falcon falls on his foot and breaks his foot and he's out of shooting for oh, you're a while. Right, right. When they so, say the Falcon fell on his foot, that what, means soon speaking. The Millennium Falcon. No, I know the Falcon. No, but like, what exactly fell on his foot? The, okay, a door. A door fell on Harrison Ford's foot. Okay, a door yeah. within the Millennium Falcon set. Fell no, on it was a door within something else. I think. Okay, so it wasn't like the entire because they didn't build. No, the like entire the, Millennium right. Falcon did not fall on Harrison. No, that's what I'm asking because they didn't build big pieces because a lot of it was CGI. So I was trying to figure out what actually. No, fell no, on no, 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 no. The entire Falcon was real. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that as a crazy man. They, they actually did build an entire set. Yeah, no, they did. Entire climb inside it. Okay. Which is why it seems much bigger than it did in the um, previous version of itself. <laughs> yeah. There's a so, lot of extra things that weren't there before. And total side point, J.J. Uh, Abrams actually uh, broke his back, saving Harrison Ford's foot. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. I did not hear that. Yeah, that was on an interview with uh, one of the late night shows. Um, but yes, so I don't know where we were going with this, but so... I just kind of want to, if, if, if we all want to uh, humor me, how about we just go down the list of, like, characters mm-hmm. or just, uh, plot points and just kind of give opinions? Does that... Sure. Yeah. Okay. So what did everyone think of Ray? I loved her. Yes. She's yeah, a lot I loved her, too. Um, I thought... Oh, sorry. I... Sorry, Sue. Go, go ahead. ahead. Um, I, I loved her, her costume. I thought it was really interesting because it reminded me, at the same time, like, of a Jedi, but also of, like, the sand people. <laughs> it was reminding me of both. So it gave me like the sense of like, she looks like she should be on Tatooine or something. I don't know. Like, I really yeah. liked her costume for some reason. It just, I liked that. And I really liked the actress. I thought she did a great job. I thought yeah, the beginning was a little bit weird with that. Cause you know, they have her in the whole costume cause she's got her night vision goggles or on or whatever to look through the, um, the scaven, the scavenging that she's doing. But then she goes out into the desert and okay, she takes everything off so she can take a drink. And then she gets on a speeder and is speeding through sand and does not put the face mask back on. Yeah, she left it. Yeah, she <laughs> left uh, it behind. You think maybe you might want that? Yeah. But, oh well. I had questions so about the entire salvage operation there because it's like, okay, the, the, the ship, that was a Star, star Destroyer. Star Destroyer crash. So there's lots of stuff in there that's probably very valuable. Yeah, but it may have been picked over, like, how many times? Yeah, because that was what I was getting. It seemed like there was, like, three guys, and they kept going back and forth from the Star Destroyer to the guy who gave them food for the stuff they got. And they went back. Like, you'd think they'd actually send, like, a team out to the Star Destroyer to, like, ransack it there. I don't know. Well, it wasn't like, it's not like it's a formalized imperial or republic, you know, ordeal. It's just, like, a bunch of scavengers picking over stuff. And basically, and there's more the, than one star destroyer as well. So yeah, there, there, there's mm-hmm. like it's literally a graves mm. a graveyard of capital ships. Yeah, there's a lot. So it's that's why she's still able to find stuff. Oh, I don't know, thirty years later. Right. Right. Um. But yeah, I, I really, I really like. Uh, I have. I'll, I'll go ahead and maybe this will be the time to go into my Ray theory. Um. I also like the staff. I think that eventually she's actually going to be a staff saber uh, force user. That'd be interesting. I don't know what that means. I could see that. Like Darth Having Maul. Having a two-ended one like Darth Maul. Like Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Which one's Darth Maul? Um, he the had the double-ended lightsaber. Prequels? 
He was the evil I guy in the prequels. Yeah. yeah, he's the evil guy in the prequels who's actually the coolest character who died within about 10 minutes. Okay. Um, yeah. Now, I- your theory wouldn't happen to be that she's Luke's daughter. That would be my theory. Okay. Um, and I'm sure, because it makes the most sense within, like, how Star Wars tells its stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess you could make the argument that the familial relation is to Kylo Ren or Ben, or ben Solo. Um, but I really believe that I, I would be, I would be actually saddened, uh, if, if Ray is not a Skywalker. Yeah. Like, cause as you know, I don't know anything about what I'm talking about. I've seen the movies once. I'm the, I'm the new guy. Like I, I was surprised that Danielle didn't like, I walked out saying, okay. Cause I was referring to them as Han's son and Luke's daughter. And she's like, well, we don't know who. Who who right? Well, we don't know for sure. I'm like, like it didn't even occur to me that there was a question. Like that's because like, even like the line like this was Darth Vader's now then it was Luke Skywalker's now it's yours. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like out to you. Like, yeah, it's like who else would like it, like even at the beginning when she was wearing the helmet, I for whatever reason just assumed it was Luke's helmet. You know, she has an, someone left the her rebel, behind. Luke yeah. Scott, Luke Skywalker left the world, the galaxy behind. Like it just it mm-hmm. didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't occur to me like there was actually a question of that. Like I thought they were really heavy handed with it. I'd kind of enjoy it if she's like Wedge's daughter or somebody just <laughs> random. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people like, believe that she's actually the granddaughter of uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, that would be right? interesting. There's also the theory that she is the. Uh, a clone of Palpatine. There's also a theory that she is the uh, reincarnation of the Chosen One, uh, being mm. Anakin Skywalker. There's oh, a lot of. Oh, I thought maybe you're talking about Harry Potter. No, mm-hmm. the Chosen One of the fo- of, of the Jedi of hmm. the Force. Um, <laughs> yeah, so in the second movie, so she's going to get a letter from Hogwarts and have to, you know, fly to a completely different planet. To, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, but I personally, regardless if she's Skywalker's daughter or not, I at least believe that she was a student of Je- of uh, Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy. Um, oh, really? I, or he I really believe that because it, because it explains two different things. One, um, she's able to recall, like, you're right. She, her abilities with the force are much quicker than, uh, than Luke's were. Um, and I think that's because that she was previously trained. However, using the force, somebody wiped her memory. Um, mm. So, and I think that the force awakening is the, uh, it's within her. Okay. Force wipe, kind of going away. I think that ah. she's slowly regaining her abilities in the force. Or that's why it's so quickly coming back to her. Well, that would be an interesting explanation. That would be. Yeah. Um, it also makes sense that she's someone of significant importance to the Jedi or to Luke, regardless if he's she's her daughter and is not her his daughter or not. Because what's interesting is if you do a little bit of back research, Laura Santeca, the guy who is uh, murdered by Kylo Ren in the beginning of the book. Uh, and the guy who has, or the book, the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. has that piece. Um, he is a uh, an acquaintance of a lot of the of Luke Skywalker and all of like you know the New Republic because he's basically an explorer who goes out and explores and maps the galaxy. But he's also a prominent member of the Church of the Force, which is a organization of people who are not Force sensitive themselves but who follow the ways of the Jedi and, ah. like, you know, kind of like, you know, just almost like a religion. Yeah. It's a, a forced religion. Okay. And what's interesting is that that grouping of people that, that, that village that mm-hmm. Kylo Ren and his people decimate, those are all people, of the church of the force. Oh. So my thought process is, is so why is this character, this Ray who 
is supposedly nobody. Like, I'm thinking she gets dropped off with this, like, instead of, because, like, Obi-Wan was watching Luke. How, why isn't it, could it be that War Santeca and the other followers of the Church of the Force were watching over Rey? Maybe. Because everyone's like, oh my gosh, Luke Skywalker's the worst father ever. He left his daughter to rot on a planet with, you know, scavengers. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, I don't know. I think if you look more into it, there's definitely evidence that says, you know, I'm pretty sure she was left in good hands. Right. Yeah. Of course, this is me theorizing as a fan. Um, she was apparently think- left with the scavenger guy because the one, the in her little flashback, the voice that says, um, you know, come this way or whatever, or holds her back while she's screaming no, is Uncle Plot, who she goes and gets the food from all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So she was apparently left with him, or he was part of whatever happened. Oh, okay. Um, looking at I don't think your theory, I happened. kind of wonder if um, she's. She wasn't necessarily trained herself, but her parents were. And the reason they left was to go and try and help with um, whatever was happening when Kylo went nuts and turned on the, the training academy or something like that. And she might have just seen and sort of picked up things. Because I know that, you know, that happens a lot if it's a child who's watched their parents, say, do a karate move or something like that over and over again, then when they go to learn it, they already have that imprinted in their mind. And so they pick it up much faster. Mm. So Mm -hmm. I could see something like that happening as well. We'll have to watch the next one and see what happens. There's, there's a lot of possibilities that could be the truth. (laughs) Yeah. There's definitely, there's lots of time to theorize. Mm. Um, so what do you guys we think about Finn? We won't know until 2019. Finn? Would <laughs> you guys like Finn? Well, yeah. At first I was confused because I was like, wait, I thought all stormtroopers were clones. And then realized they're at this point, yeah, they're not. Um, they haven't been actually since the prequel. Right. Um, so I really liked him. I mean, he was funny. So he was clearly adding some comic relief to the movie. Um I thought the lightsaber battle with him and Kylo Ren was a little unbelievable because I'm like, why isn't Kylo Ren using the Force? <laughs> He's just fighting him like they have swords. <laughs> like, he should be I, kicking I his ass. Toying. I think he was toying with it. Yeah. Because um, clearly there was no way that he was going to win, that Finn would have won that. No, like at all. Um, but I liked him a lot. I, I really liked him a lot. I think he has mm-hmm. an interesting storyline. I'm glad he came back. Um, as opposed to running off. Um, and I'll be really interested to see the relationship with him and Ray develop a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I've confused me a little bit to start with. Hmm? Go ahead, Bob. I was just going to say, I think he's forever friend zoned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, also because, uh, if you read the novelization of the movie, um, there is a scene between Ray and Poe Dameron. Yep. Uh, before oh, yeah. she goes off to find Luke, and they kind of allude to like a, a spark, if you will, oh. romantically between those two characters. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't. I, don't think, no. I think Finn's going to have to find somebody else. Yeah. They work either way, but. Yeah. However, I would like to say that I was shipping uh, uh, Finn and Poe from the very beginning. Yeah, I kind of was too. <laughs> I was like, they're my favorite bromance. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I think a lot of people are shipping those, yeah. too. Yes. I want to mm-hmm. find some good slash fan fiction. That's all I'm going to say. Aww. I've never said that before in my entire life. <laughs> I want it. I am sure it exists. Or I'm will sure soon. it does, too. 
Write down this timestamp, Ryan, because I think we need that for an intro. Oh, he's with the baby because she would not stop oh. crying. So he let me stay since I'm the bigger fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, how about Poe Dameron? I loved him. He was cool. Yeah. Yeah. When he died, well, when he like crashed and we thought he was dead, I was like, no! I was like, did they already kill him off? So I was happy that yeah. he came back. Yeah, yeah I wasn't expecting that. They die. did a good job of. He was he was supposed to die. Yeah, apparently he was going to die at the hands of Kylo Ren in the interrogation. Oh, um, okay. But I guess apparently they liked him so much that they brought him back. That's okay. kind of why a little bit of how like why he randomly just comes back. He, that that's kind of where he comes back mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. I have to say when he. When it first happened that, you know, he's flying in with the X-Wings and um, Finn's like, that's a that's a really good pilot or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I didn't recognize him. I didn't realize we were supposed to know, oh, this is... Oh, you didn't X-Wings. realize that was Paul. Okay, yeah. I didn't yeah. get it until uh, they met up on the tarmac again because he was wearing the helmet and everything. So I thought, oh, okay, random rebel pilots. Okay, great. But I had no idea. Hey, you're wearing my jacket. No, no, yeah. it looks better on you. Yeah. Ahead. I know, I like that. <laughs> no. So, so yeah. yeah. But anyway, so, um, and then how about Kylo Ren? <laughs> oh. I, yeah. lo- I was going to say this because you guys seem iffy about it. I'm iffy. Character. I yeah. think he deserves a slap upside the head, but that's great for his character. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, from him. Go like, really? Really, kid? Really? <laughs> I, I loved how basically he is a mirror in a way. I personally believe that what Kylo Ren is is what Anakin Skywalker should have been in the prequels. Um, I also believe that um, uh, I love how that basically Kylo Ren is the opposite version of Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi. Like right. in Return of the Jedi, you have Luke, who is a character of light. Mm-hmm. Who is struggling with the dark side, while Kylo is a character of the dark who's struggling, struggling with the light side. Yeah, and but, it's mm-hmm. interesting how they both made their own personal decisions, and that into with their fathers and and Luke choosing the light, while while Kylo chooses the dark. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why it's like I'm sad to see Han Solo go, but I think. It makes it makes Kylo Ren's character far more interesting. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I I, I want to like him. Like, I want to like him as a villain. But when I, I don't know, I can't help but not very think back. As a villain, I I can't but... help but think back to like A New Hope. And when you see Darth Vader for the first time, and you get his musical theme, like the Imperial March, and all that with it, and you hear the voice, I'm like, now there is a great villain yeah. who will eventually of course come back but i don't know like when i first saw kylo ren come on screen i was like mm, i'm like i want to like it but it's I'm like not darth sure. vader with a much smaller helmet was my first reaction um i, but I, I think that's I what know. they did like this that's is a guy who will though. never know, measure up to darth vader and right. he is it's trying so hard and he will never measure up because yeah. he really will yeah. never measure up that's true right. he, you know that's true let's be honest he kind of going back to my theory of ray being luke's daughter who more than likely has a force sensitive mother which would explain how many more midichlorians she probably has and why she's more sensitive oh god midichlorians don't bring up midichlorians come on i know Bob. i know i know but, yeah, was that the whole thing where like the force is made up of nanites or something? Yeah, I remember that. Okay. That was like Liam Neeson how explaining how, how the force works. Because that really takes all the drama 
and just I know, but anyway, supercharges I think that, it. But Scott brings a really good point: is that that is his character. He is a flawed villain. He right. is this kid who so desperately wants to be like his grandfather, but he can't hack it. Mm-hmm. At least not yet, because he's not fully trained. Let's right. keep that in mm-hmm. mind too. This is no, Anakin Skywalker the the movie, just after Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> so I think that that's why I like him more is that because, yeah, he's a whiny little brat who clearly has some granddaddy issues. But I think it's going to be interesting to see how his character changes over this trilogy mm. and to see okay. how he grows as a villain. Um, so to me, that's what makes he, I'm not. And let's be honest. Darth Vader. Yeah, he was cool. But we didn't know really anything about him or his personality, and really until we got to um, until yeah. Empire, because even in I New Hope, was much he was just basically Tarkin's la- uh, yeah. dog, I mean, yeah. like a tack dog. Mm-hmm. So that's I think true. that's why I'm really excited to see where he goes, and I think that seeing these characters and where they grow is the most exciting part for me as we move forward. Now, um, is the is the new guy here? And I'm sorry if any of this came up while I was domesticated. A few moments ago, but um, and the baby stopped crying. By the way, now, uh, now as we're listening, she has started again. again. Every time you leave, she's crying. That actually makes me feel a little good. I just I gotta tell you. All right, so um, <laughs> just gotta share. Now you have to understand, I am keeping the storyline like working in my head on overdrive because this is not second nature to me. This is like trying to to translate another language because I'm I'm not the big you know ingrained Star Wars fan. But when he calls. Um, uh, Han's son is Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. When he yells Ben, mm-hmm. that to me, yes, that to me is like, you know, Jim Kirk calling his son and his son's name is Spock. It's something where there's like that history that you just feel and it's that, and it's just, it's that, it's that awesome moment that the fan is supposed to feel seeing, you know, just the, the ultimate nostalgic moment. That we kind of got from like the early Star Trek movie, the first one with Abrams, not the second piece of whatever he came up with, but um, that was supposed to be the great moment. And I'm stopping to think about this. I even like I'm like, wait a minute, Ben. Then I put Daniel and I are in the parking lot. I'm like, all right, so Ben Kenobi, she's like, uh huh, Luke's teacher, uh huh. You said Luke's uncle. I said no. No, originally I'm trying <laughs> to figure Luke's, out. No, I was saying I would, for somehow in my head I had Uncle Ben. What was the uncle? Got the uncle, oh, uncle, uncle, Owen. Owen. uncle I, I thought, Owen. oh, I'm thinking, yeah. well, maybe he's like, no, then you're like, no, Ben Kenobi. I'm like, oh, Ben. So Luke's teacher, yes. Mm-hmm. Did Han Solo ever meet Luke's yes. teacher? Yes. 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 In fact, you can make the argument that Obi-Wan Kenobi is the reason for Leia and Han meeting. Now, because, was he an important? Yes. Ben was the one who, hi- ben, Obi-Wan Kenobi was the one who hired Han Solo right. to take the trip to Alderaan, which. And because of that, Han ended up on the Death Star rescuing Leia and thus beginning their relationship through right. Star Wars and all the movies. Well, I so, could, well, I could make a, like, like that argument aside just for a second. Let me ask you this. When you look at Ben Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. is he more important as a, as just a person, in, in, like a fixture in the life of Han Solo or Luke Skywalker? Well, well I'd say yeah, Luke. Of course, Luke Skywalker. Luke. Luke Skywalker or Leia? Still Luke, I think. But Leia, it would, it would be very important to right. Leia, too. But do you know what I mean? Like, it would have, I think if Luke named his son Ben, that would have been that awesome yeah, moment. Which actually happens, happens in, in the Legends universe. universe. Right. But like, to me, that would have been the thing. Yeah, I'm like, <sighs> like, it just seemed like, I'm like, 
I, I get it, but to me, it almost came across like, Ben, the name of that character from the from the previous installment. So, like, it didn't have that guttural mm. moment we to it. We don't have that for Han and Leia, that's the thing. We, yeah. We could have, like, named him, if, if they'd named him Anakin, then that would have been weird. Um, <laughs> that would have yeah. been awkward. I will or name you after the most him, evil. like, Bale, which was Leia's adoptive dad, but who would remember that? Right. Mm-hmm. I yeah. felt like it was put in to, to give the audience that nostalgic moment, but it didn't quite have the impact it should have. like that was just my and i don't mean to i i, I really actually enjoyed the movie from your point on that yeah. yeah that was just the that was the one thing i thought um but i gotta say like i i've been very down on the star trek universe lately under jj abrams so i've only heard good things about this movie going into it it was really good i think that was good i think the problem overall and i think it's with jj abrams because he's now tried to basically reinvent or to continue these universes oh, that are very well established. So he tried to, he, he took Star Trek to remake it with the same characters. Remake with different it. Different actors. I don't like how he remade Right. It. So he's like remaking that. With Star Wars, he's continuing. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think the problem that J.J. Abram does is that he, I feel like sometimes what he does is he rushes things. And instead of developing characters more like with Star Trek and Khan, and with Star Wars, I feel like he's like, oh, I have this established universe. I can get away with these things. But I feel like we're kind of missing something. You feel like he developed Kong? No, I'm saying he didn't. Yeah, what I'm saying is he d- he doesn't you know develop like? characters as well as he could. Do you know what this felt like to me? But, I, but again, I'm trying to keep in mind with Star Wars is that, okay, we're picking up 30 years later. This felt to me so almost a, lot a little of things bit like have Star Wars 10, seen. The Force Awakens. What do you mean? I felt like I missed... Oh well, yeah, a like a lot, a lot yeah, went by, lot. And, right? You know, that's one of the biggest, and that's not his fault. That's right. not his fault. I mean, that is what it is. Okay. But if you're if you're having these actors on it, like you know Harrison Ford, and we have to deal with their age, how many years have passed? Right. Since, Can I just you know? ask one thing? I'm just curious about right. more things. Like, there's the whole thing from like Battlestar, where it was like the cyclical thing, and, and you know, things will rise, they will fall, then they will rise again, and that's just how time works: mm. rise, fall, rise, fall, rise, fall. Like, I felt like we like. Let me ask you this. We did three movies, four, five, and six, that were about, you know, the darkness overcoming and then the light coming back out of the darkness. And by the end of it, everything's okay. Yep. And cue the next movie, and it's 30 years later, and things are okay. And then the Republic falls again within, like, in the first half of the movie and all this, you know, the, all the planets are blown up and everyone's dead. And now we're back to where we were in four. Because the entire Republic is in one is star, in one star, star system, system. Conveniently located. That's actually, uh, no, it's not. Um, the Hanzian system, they basically blew up five planets in the Hanzian system. Yeah. Basically, what they, what mainly what they blew up, they didn't blow up the entire Republic. What they blew up was the Republic the capital Senate. city. The well, Senate. Oh, the te- Senate. Okay. The yeah. Senate doesn't have They blew up Washington, D.C. Okay, but everyone else well, is still there. Think of, it, think of it this way. Because because of the way the, the old Republic had basically built up Coruscant, the new Republic, this isn't in the movie, sorry, it's in the book, I'm explaining though, is that it basically the Senate moves capital to capital like every term or whatever it is. Okay. So like in order to make sure that like, you know, it's basically saying we as a, we like it's like all of a sudden like DC got moved to California, then it got moved to North Dakota. Okay, like so that basically it's saying we as a union are like every member of the of the republic is important that we're going to move it to like every planet in the republic. Okay, so mainly they build they blew up the planet that the, the Senate currently was residing, 
and a majority of the Republic military peacetime fleet. Because the New Republic was a bunch of peace-loving pansies who didn't want to get into any sort of conflict with with the new the first order and actually most of the republic believe leia organa general leia organa to be a warmonger in fact there's actually a deleted scene that will be in the thing is basically leia sends an envoy saying new republic wake up they're mm. gonna kill all of us mm. and the new republic sends like you're warmongers yeah <laughs> <out of places." laughs> well that was even the comment too like are the jedi a myth is luke skywalker real that's a little strange because there should be plenty of people alive that remember, remember this. Luke i mean that's a little bit hard to believe yeah it's harder to believe but if you also think about I mean, that people thought the jedi were a myth in the original trilogy the same now you have good recruitment. <laughs> if people think you're a myth, you're not really reaching out well to the people. But if you think about it, I mean, the Jedi were only like, there were only like 10,000 Jedi right. in mm. the time of the New Republic, or the Old Republic. And let's be honest, this is an entire universe. Your right. odds of actually seeing probably a Jedi, even in their height, was probably pretty low. Well, let me ask this. Yeah. What's the name, what's the name of the, of the, of the, they were like the Nazis, they were doing the, uh, the Heil. The, the First Order. The First Order. First. I love the line yeah. where, where, um, I think it's the, the woman with the eyes made the comment about how it was the Sith, and then you had the Empire, now you have the First Order. It, it was almost like the Empire under new management. Yeah. It's like they have the same ships. Yeah. And they get, Cause that's the thing. When you get to the end of six, uh, when you get to the end of, of Return of the Jedi, you have this sense that everything's okay now. We want right, and it's it's interesting. You know, there's always you can make that the argument that that's the same way in Episode Four, though. In right, you hope you have yeah. With the Death Star, we were everything's okay, right? Clearly not, and that's the thing. So now you, but that was the end of the trilogy. So the trilogy ended on that moment. Of tri- so then you start the next trilogy, and okay, the whole you know the, the the Senate's blown up, the military's gone. We've got like one Jedi left. He's on a hill in Ireland somewhere, and you got to figure the whole. So it's interesting that it just it resets back to exactly where you are. And that there is, yeah, they're they're trying to re recapture the the imagery and the story from the original yeah. trilogy. That's I, clearly what this is going, right? And I'm okay with that. That's what what in reality more of what I wanted. Um, I just hope that they do more original things in the next movie. And if they don't, then I'm worried. But for no, the most you, part, I think that it's okay with what they have done. It was a soft reboot. Is basically what it was. It was a uh, soft reboot, kind of like how Star Trek was. They just used the whole time travel uh, theory thing. Mm-hmm. This just used moving on in the story, but and how basically history repeats itself and, and stories are cyclical. Now, do you feel like the fact that the, it, it's a reboot that we're back where we were before? Do you feel as though there's a level of the storytelling that kind of puts the blame on the main characters for that because of what Luke, Han, and Leia did? Like they could have prevented this almost. No, I mean if you think about, it, well, think about like Germany in World War One. I. I mean, you can make the argument like, what did the what did the Allies do in order to stop World War Two? It basically, they blew up the. They killed the emperor, and basically routed out the empire from mm. the core planets. The empire was massive. Okay? Yeah. So that's why the first order. Actually, what's interesting is you think that the first order is small, but it's not. You only saw a star killer base, and and by the way, I just want to say back to the Nazi thing. Bill Weasley makes an amazing Star Wars Nazi. That was anyway, him. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm like, I wonder if they're doing a. My, my exact thought watching that scene was when he's like, "This is the end of the of of the Republic." I'm like, I wonder if they're making a soft allegory to because I've been watching a lot of um, Man in the High Castle. I'm like, I think they're doing a lot a soft allegory to the Nazis. Then they did the Heil thing. I'm like, oh, that's no longer a soft, not a soft allegory. <laughs> like they actually have you know what, though, but like, see, that's the thing too is that I I don't know. 
I felt like that scene just didn't have a lot of impact. And I felt like it should have, but it was so randomly placed in the movie. I was like, oh, a bunch of stormtroopers who can't hit anything with their blasters because they never hit anything. <laughs> like, they're the worst fighter. They're the worst fighting force you could have. Oh, did we ever figure out who's the old guy in the first scene? Oh, Bob talked about that. Who is that's it? Lor- that's Lord Santeca. We oh, talked about that already. That's, that's, who, I thought it, that's who I thought it was, Bob. He's um, the Church of the Force. Oh. So he's like someone who believes in the Force, but he just doesn't have the Force. Oh, how nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Force religion. Yes. And he was more than likely there watching over rape. That's my just my theory. Um, but yes. Okay, so we are kind of coming close to time. Yeah. So yeah. what is everyone... First off, a total side point. BB-8, hands down my favorite character. Thumbs up with a lighter. Oh my god, that was great. That was great. I, I love, love when he drove into R2-D2 like, wake up! Wake I know! He was like, but, but, but you should be my friend. You're supposed to be yeah. here. Yeah. Um, mm. Sorry, I just was sitting there waiting waiting the entire movie and I'm like, okay, where's Luke? Okay, where's Luke? When do we get to get to Luke? And then finally at the end and I'm like, really? That's all I get? That must have been the easiest <laughs> shooting for him. Like, I comes know. One one, day. Probably like one day. Sand on Hill in Ireland look constipated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We give you millions. He did so a lot that, of I mean, good acting. Like there, there was a lot there in his eyes, but <laughs> no lines to memorize. How many shots do you think they took? Now look less constipated. Let's try I, well, it's a great way to get you into the to, into the next movie. Yes, I mean, right. without yes. a doubt. Um, yeah. So that I would yeah. be, I would be interested to see. I doubt they will, but it would be funny if they actually picked up the next movie, movie literally there and gave him the line. It's like. And now yeah. that's what he says. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but my, they'll probably start somewhere else. I do say my favorite moment or realization, it, it was somewhere in the middle of the movie. It was a scene with Han Solo. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, huh. So he's the old guy with the white hair. Huh. <laughs> this is not going to end well. And that was the moment I realized he probably wasn't going to make well, it. <laughs> well, well... There's a thing with like, you know, then he's like, I'm going to go on. I'm going to walk out over this cavernous pit. It never works out with fathers and sons on a series that has a lot of incest and Oedipal stuff. You're going to lose. You're going to at least lose a hand. He's at least going to lose a hand. Right. Yeah. At least that. that. (laughs) And I'm like, Han, he's not giving you his lightsaber. Come on. Come on. Yeah, or if he well, was, he, you were he going to do that, you could do that. Like, do you think there was like an internal battle in his head? I think the kid's gonna kill me. But if I go home without him, his mother's gonna kill me. <laughs> I'm not leaving it. one way or another. This ends here. Exactly. Uh, I'm so, oh man, the, the, I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> Sue died in a house fire. <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh, and Jen sat and watched. Uh, so that that's exciting. Sue died on The Sims. Yeah, Sim- oh, Sue died. There was a fire. Did I do and anything? I love how she's being uh, the, the, the the broken faucets spraying water on her. Did I break there's the faucet? Don, there's, 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 there's supposedly a nice Sims nine one one. I absolutely adore that during the Puffwood Sims, there's plumbing issues <laughs> because that. Totally us. I love that. I'm going to have to step away from the microphone for a moment. All of a sudden, the house floods with water. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm oh, interested in the bit that now Sue's urn with ashes is now caught on fire. Oh, dear. Oh, well. The, the anyway, first order so... now recruits their, their stormtroopers the same mm-hmm. way that the Jedi Order used to recruit their Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> they go and kidnap people when they're super young, except that the first order doesn't bother telling the parents about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. At least the yeah. Jedi like convince you to take away your child. 
I love that Finn, that scene where you realize he's the janitor. He's like, people are counting on us. And he looks at, um, yeah. You, uh, oh, I, where do you work anyway? Sanitation. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks over at Chewie. He's like, really? You're cold. Yeah. That's the uh, favorite scene in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> but because he works sanitation, he knows where the trash compactor is. So there was always hey, there that. There you go. Danielle read this thing and it was like 20 things that you realize after you watch The Force no, Awakens. No, it was 40 plot 40 holes, pl- which I think Scott plot. read too. Yeah, and one of them was, from Finn's perspective, let's get this straight. You're a janitor in a military organization that has millions of people. You 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 go AWOL and you're convinced the entire military is yeah. going to hunt you down. Because <laughs> they need their uh, janitor because, back. You know, stole a high-value prisoner and wrecked a TIE fighter and blew up their bay and a bunch of other things that is probably going to make them want to hunt you down. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, there is some logic there. Anyway, I think Bob has to go. So yeah, we should I probably get, get going. going unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so, is there any final thoughts on this movie? Just one-liners? The tra- the tra- bring, bring, on, bring on the next one, man. The, the, the tracker, you loved it, and I don't even like the Star Trek movies. Nice. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for Rogue One. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Star Wars heist movie. It's going to be amazing. Saw the trailer for, <laughs> for Star Trek Beyond. What did you think of it? Awful. Yeah. I, I don't oh, want to see the movie. I oh, I but I will say this. I definitely want to see the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah, we saw good. the preview for that. Yeah, he's going to make a good Casey Jones. How'd they get Laura Linney? Like, what happened to her? Remember, she was on the other That movie looked pretty funny. <laughs> she's like the photo oh, no, for Downton Abbey. Now she's yeah, in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles commercial. But um, yeah, that was... Star Trek one looks so bad that even Simon Pegg, who wrote the movie, the screenplay for the movie, came out and said, please do not judge us based on the trailer. Yeah. That's how you know you have a bad trailer. Even like, because there's a whole thing in the Star Trek universe, which we'll get to next week, about uh, Paramount's trending on the fan films, and it's a lot, they're trending against the fans, and there's a whole thing going on there. One of the like the biggest Star Trek fan films, these are the Uber Trek nerds. They love Star Trek. These are the, these are the, this is the audience that this movie was made for. Put out the movie on their Facebook page saying, "Watch this; it will save you ten dollars." <laughs> so yeah. that's. Take on the movie. <laughs> wow. But we're definitely time. looking forward to the next Star Wars, and Alan Tudyk yes. is in Rogue One, so that'll be fun. He is. And nice. A lot of other interesting people. Cool. And then we have to wait another year to find out what happens in the, you know, trilogy universe of Happy Star year. Wars. But you know what? At least it'll be fun because our yeah, generation, our generation now has yeah. its own Star Wars movies to look forward to. That, that is true. That are, I never thought I that would are way better to than the prequel costume while yeah. watching a Star Wars right. movie. That are and, and, and I did so. Like I mean, I went to see the prequels, but let's just let's just face it they they they're terrible. So you know they're not that bad. I did like. you see the article today? The guy who played Jar Jar Binks is like you know like he's in like depressed because so many people hated his character. He's like I worked really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. He's like, I get it though. I'm never going back. I've done enough damage to Star Wars. You should play oh, a completely different alien just for fun. Mm-hmm. We have one final update about the fire, Sue. Apparently, I'm entertaining Jen. I've died in the fire, and she's and clapping. Danielle are both clapping. Scott, Ryan, and I are freaking out, but but Jen and Danielle are. I'm trying with the fire out with my pants. The Grim Reaper is freaking out too. So interesting. We'll, we'll start a new save file for the next episode. Maybe that'd be the thing: is we watch how we all die every single episode. It's like we're all, we're all Kenny, or maybe d- just Sue's Kenny and dies in each episode. I, I didn't know that we were going for a TPK. 
I didn't think we were either, but all of a sudden I turned around and the house is on fire. And people <laughs> want me to call the, oh. the the fire department, but since the show's almost over, there's really no point. Well, Danielle's just horrified. Yeah, so. April's building you a new house anyway. So. Dude, the Grim, yeah, the exactly. Grim Reaper is there. <laughs> oh my god, we're all out on the fire, Ryan. Pee on the fire, would you? Wait, I gotta do one last thing before we end this episode. What are we doing? We're like, who's running in place? Is that that's Scott? He's waving his arms frantically. There's a fire! There's a fire! People. I'm doing like, can we go in the house? Can I walk forward? Uh, so I know how this you can't control it. They Aww. do their own. Ryan thing. is going to attempt to extinguish the fire real quick. Okay. Ryan's <laughs> going to pee on the fire. Way, Ryan! Luckily, I drank uh, a lot of water today because I have kidney stones. Again? Yeah, I don't think the game. I, don't, I think Ryan is too busy freaking out to try to extinguish the fire. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Point of View Weekly. Uh, we hope that all of you in the live stream enjoyed watching uh, us on Twitch uh, go from a happy household to a burning house. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode, too. House uh, on fire! Yeah, we'll, hopefully we'll have more fun, exciting things for you guys to watch while we podcast in the future. Um, if you are interested in helping me out in making the stream look cooler, like with some Photoshop skills, uh, I would greatly appreciate that. Just let me know. Uh, I, I need help. I can't Photoshop to save my life. And if you happen to play The Sims and want to help me make The Sims, we, I actually would love to actually make more Poovinians in the actual neighborhood. So to make things more interesting that way, I could use some help with that. Preferably so. with fire extinguishing gear. Preferably who have fire fighting skills. Because apparently we have none. Actually, right. this is the best thing we've ever done. I have to feel like I don't know why it took us <laughs> eight years to do this. But... <laughs> oh, oh dear! Thanks, All Ryan. Right. You're happy. I'm dead. Sorry, Sue. <laughs> There's always next week. Oh, and good. with that, from all of us at the Potterfic Weekly Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, I'm Bob. I'm Ryan. I'm Daniel. I'm Scott. <laughs> and I'm dead. Oh. <laughs> and Ella's still crying in the background. <laughs> And we will let you guys know uh, on Facebook and on the Twitch page when we'll be, 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 we be podcasting next, more than likely in two weeks from now, because we're now actually Potterfic bi-monthly, you know, because life. But Kids. anyway. Because there's then, a baby. Yes, there's a baby yeah. and work and there's all sorts of things on mm -hmm. everyone's plates. But until then, we'll see you again next time. Good night, everyone. Bye, Bye everybody. Good night. You broke the ship. You broke the bloody ship. Alex, where are you going? To see if there's a pub. <laughs>